0: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and today I have a friend of mine on, uh, Tamara Aragon. She's been a good friend of mine for years and years, and I've seen her kind of transition in life from an unhealthy lifestyle to living and leading a very healthy lifestyle and the process that she's gone through, and I wanted to bring her on today to kind of talk about that with her. So let's hear her story. Welcome, Tamara. Thank you. So let's get started with um, when we first met
1: mm-hmm.
0: a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, we both were kind of leading a not so healthy lifestyle. <laughs> sure. um, you were a little bit overweight. A little bit
1: more than a little bit. A little bit more than a little <laughs> bit.
0: Um, going through school and just a busy, crazy lifestyle and um But previously to that, you were a runner through high school. Mm -hmm. You were always active. You were a weightlifter and, you know, led this healthy healthy lifestyle and then kind of just through college and after college kind of went through a bad time. Sure. And kind of walk me through it. Walk me through, like, what led you to, you know, where you are today?
1: So, I mean, like you said, much younger. um, I literally kind of woke up one morning. I think I was in seventh grade. My Most of my family was very active. And e- I think it was ESPN I had those, you know, aerobic segments. And I started doing those just kind of on my own accord. I really liked the way I felt when I worked out, you know, it was super aerobic back then. I always was a runner. Um, just kind of natural predisposition to that. So I always kept up with it. Um, I always took you know, P.E. is an elective in high school because I loved it, and that's where I learned weight training. And, um, you know, unhealthy habits, I think, start as you're, you start to make a little bit of money, and you can choose what you're going to eat rather than eating at home. Um, and you're in a rush, especially if you are involved in athletics. Yeah. Um, and, but you have, well, your and you car. can eat
0: more because you're active true. because <laughs> you're burning more calories and you're younger and true. your metabolism is better. And mm-hmm. it just kind of, you know, the freshman 15 is a real, real thing. <laughs>
1: right. Right. And, and so, but in high school, you're required to do all of those things and you have a structured schedule. And so as those things changed into college, you know, you're skipping class cause you went out and, um, you know, you're. Breakfast at 2.30 is one of your breakfasts because Mm. you have another one to kind of get your morning started. Mm -hmm.
0: And And I was going through college when (laughs) when we first met, so yes. uh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so goes the cycle. Yeah. and I think the funny thing was, is that we were about 10 years apart and you didn't have the issues yet. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> the life
1: issues. Or you yeah. had yeah, the fair warning that, uh-oh, you're not going to stay skinny forever if you yeah. keep that up. But, yep. um, but, you know, part of that, though, was, too, that I had a neck injury mm-hmm. and I was told that I probably should restrict activities. and mm-hmm. From prob- a
0: car accident, right?
1: No, I actually, I fell. And... I don't remember. Then I had a chiropractic adjustment, which caused my injury. Um, Ah, that's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I kind of let that bring me down, but, you know, it's an easy crutch to get away from the things that you could and should be doing because there's a little more pain associated with it. And then with the weight gain to try and do the activities um, at the pace that you used to is hard. Right, right. So...
0: Yeah, I know uh, you use it as a crutch because it hurts, but the thing, if you have to keep working at it to get it better, so it's kind of a double-edged sword where Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't want to do anything because it hurts, but if you don't do anything, it's not going to get better. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, that kind of went on, and then you had put on some weight and were at your heaviest, Yeah. and you decided to go through HCG.
1: Yeah. It was kind of one of those.
0: Is that what it started with? Did you start working out before then or?
1: I did. And it was really kind of the come to Jesus moment. So I um, had a really just like a straight up day of unhealthy eating. Um, I literally ate fast food at every meal one day and didn't like do anything. I was sofa surfing and like that it was just, it clicked, it registered. And I don't know that if it happens for everyone that way, but it did. So the next day I made a promise to myself that I was gonna get up and in my mind, I was gonna get out there and run. And I think I ran a quarter of a mile and I thought I was gonna die. (laughs) So I finished with another half, kind of like walk, jog and that was it. Like that's all it took because I was so embarrassed that my body was so out of shape.
0: Yeah. And, and it came on, I mean, it took years to get to this point, yes. but you don't realize where you are. It just right. kind of one day it it clicks, it snaps. You're like, what happened? Yep. How did this happen? Because it's, it's this consistent crappy lifestyle that you're living that leads <laughs> to, you know, a lot of drinking, a lot of fast food, oh, a yeah. lot of just garbage. Yeah. And then one day you wake up and you can barely even walk yeah. run a half mile. Yeah. So you went through HCG and kind of walk me through the process of HCG because for for people that don't know, you know, kind of explain it and explain what you had to go through and, okay. and what the whole process is.
1: Well, for starters, one of the reasons I think anybody chooses that is they discover like they've completely derailed and they want to fix things fast. Even though it takes a long time to put that weight on, we want to we want to feel it come off faster. I don't right. necessarily know that it's seeing it, but like the restrictions of carrying that extra weight, um, it's devastating when you try to do things that you were able to do before. So what it does is it really, or the idea behind it is to help you jumpstart rapid weight loss right. through calorie restriction and um, a, like a hormone type thing called HCG. Um, I think it's human chorionic gonadotropin, if I'm even pronouncing that correctly, um, taking a stab at it. But uh, you are on about a 500 calorie restrictive diet. Um, The hormone itself is supposed to help you retain lean muscle mass while you are on that level of calorie. Which
0: is a huge, huge calorie deficit. (laughs) Yes,
1: it's it's insane. And um, you do it for 21 days. Um, The one that I did actually requires an injection, um, which freaked me out a little bit, but I did it um, for the 21 days. And I want to say that I lost like 18 pounds, which wasn't everything that I needed to lose. Um, And then you transition, you do a couple more days where you're still on a restriction, but it's about a thousand calories. And then it segues you into kind of a macronutrient counting plan, um, which not everyone has their head wrapped around. You hear about it all the time, but it's really just kind of balancing out all of your macronutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually followed that, and I continued like a slow, steady pace of success. Meanwhile, while you're on HCG, you can't work out, and I just couldn't wrap my head around that. Yeah, <laughs> um, because you had
0: already started tr- getting into that routine again, mm-hmm. so now you're you're getting out of that routine. Correct. Yeah,
1: and to be 100% honest like I had lost all investment in researching what I was doing. Like, I wanted something to get me there. And there is no way that you can go into a calorie deficit of that level without losing lean muscle mass. No way. Just, you know,
0: you can't lose weight without losing muscle mass, period. It's just, it just is. I mean, anytime you're in a deficit, anytime you're losing weight, you are also losing muscle mass. Mm -hmm. The goal is to lose the least amount of muscle mass, but you will lose it. I mean, it just, that's just how your body works. Right.
1: And especially at that level of cal- calorie deficit, you're, I Absolutely. mean, there's just no way. Right. I mean, it's taken its toll. So, um, but it worked. I mean, it got me to a space where I felt like I needed to be. And, and then I continued the healthy eating regimen and just continued to up my levels of workouts. And altogether, I ended up losing about 50 pounds.
0: Yeah. And kept most of it off, not, most of it off. Well, yeah. Oh. Uh, you, you waver between a, a good 10 pounds maybe but not anymore not anymore um, yeah
1: the I, I got actually closer to 60 um so 50 is actually where i've been yeah like not training and you know we'll talk about that in a little bit and
0: 60 was a little too much
1: it was excessive yeah but it was part of a training you know i was doing some aggressive training yeah which naturally can happen
0: so after you went through hcg and lost weight and you know down the road you ended up in that field so you work in a field where you see people doing hcg and going through that i do what is the let's say success rate that people keep it off or you know do they keep it off do they continue to use hcg what what do you see in the industry
1: well for starters like as a support system i was able to rally and get about five other people to join me Mm -hmm. when i started my program and i was the only one that has had continued success so stepping into the industry a little bit later on and working in health and wellness or you know weight loss um it's considered health and wellness that that program i see a very small percentage of continued success where people come off and they go into a lifestyle program Mm -hmm. A lot of people use it as a crutch. And I feel, um, and I I mean, I certainly know through my own personal research and what's out there that there's a lot of damage that, you know, being on that, that it can cause to your body, whether it be to your heart or I I even think emotional. Um, It's
0: Well, there's no way that you can cut that amount of calories out of your diet and not be affected mentally. (sighs) I mean, if you ever have been hangry <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you ever been hangry, imagine that for twenty-one days. A
1: hundred percent.
0: And then after the fact, you're still in a huge deficit. I mean, the average calorie intake should be around two thousand calories, you know, give or take, depending on your age, height, weight, yada yada. Mm-hmm but you know if you're if you're imagining that someone should be eating about 2000 calories a day and you're cutting out 1500 of those that's a huge mental strain on you sure is yeah so you know i've seen in in my industry a lot of people that want to do it or that do it and then they gain it all back because again, you're cutting out all those calories and then you're going right back into your normal habits that you did before. So you may have lost that weight, but then you just gain it all back plus some. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what you did afterwards, after you went through that program was you continued to work out, you continued eating healthy, you went and got personal training certified and Zumba certified. You were teaching Zumba for a long time. Mm Um, and then marathon training, Yeah. how many, you did
1: two marathons? Two full marathons.
0: Two full marathons and then a bunch of little races in between there.
1: And quite a few half marathons. Yeah.
0: Um, your first marathon was Hawaii, wasn't it? That was really rough, but, um, I know that you, you've really kept up with it because Uh you changed your lifestyle. Absolutely. So what exactly do you do on a daily basis to keep that weight off and stay healthy? And,
1: uh, there's a, just a definite change in mindset. I mean, if I'm hungry, I eat, um, uh, but I'm prepared. I know what my body can tolerate. I mean, there's, there's a lot of ebbs and flows with that and everybody's body's different. And, um, I, I just don't believe in anything so restrictive,
0: drastic.
1: Mm-hmm. I, and you know, there's, ketogenic there's all of these ideas on how to get to a certain goal and for some people it fuels their body appropriately i truly believe that but for me that's not the case and i've you know tested all of these different things and i've had some bumps in the road you know i had to be on prednisone which put a little extra weight on me and it was a lot harder to get off um but I maintain that mindset and I I've still continue to follow that structure, even though that can really put a roadblock on achieving goals, um, but I, I just stuck to the to the program and I, I stayed the course and I'm finally back to where I'm gaining lean muscle mass again and I'm seeing changes and I'm doing things that are still challenging. And that are fun. If I get tired of it, I ditch it and I find something new.
0: Right. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you've done a lot of different things. You did Zumba for a few years. I did because it was fun. You taught it. You took it. You still take Zumba. I do. But not to the extent that you used to. Right. And, <laughs> you know, you don't run marathons anymore. And I don't even run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think you go through times where something works for you for a while and then you kind of, or, you know, you want to move on to something different or, or, you know, get muscle back or it's not working as well to keep the weight off. And you do kind of have to confuse the body sometimes. But, um, so anyway, when you said, uh, the keto diet, I don't even know if I should bring this up on a podcast, but have you heard about the keto crotch?
1: I read about it today (laughs) (laughs) and I almost died. (laughs) Yeesh. That's one reason to stay away.
0: <laughs> uh, so, I I wanted to bring it up just because <laughs> if you if you haven't heard of it, Google it. But anyway, um, I wanted to bring it up because we see so many different diets. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We see so many different diets, and we just don't know the effects of what it does. And that kind of brings me back to the HCG, too. You want to lose weight so fast. You want it to come off right away, but you didn't gain it right away. Right. It took you time, and it's going to take time to lose it. But we go through all these crazy, drastic diets, and we don't know the effects of what it's going to do. So uh, basically what the keto crotch is is that it's changing the <laughs> pH in your body which is not good and causes an odor. And um, there are a lot of different dyes that do that. And uh, like you said... Some things work for some people and some things don't. So that may not happen for everybody, but it is a side effect for some people. So some people may do really well on high protein, low carbs. Some people don't. Like for me, I I don't do well on low carb. If I have less than 100 grams of carbohydrates, I am a slug. I am exhausted. I cannot function. I can't make it through my day. So cutting down to 20 carbohydrates a day is absolutely just absurd to me it's never going to happen and it's really not even maintainable Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know anybody personally that can do that for long periods of time and maintain it and not feel like they want to punch their head through a wall that's right (laughs) so but um anyway i just thought it was i thought it was interesting because there's so many diets out there there's so many things out there but the thing that works a hundred percent of the time is consistency.
1: Yeah, and keeping it a lot cleaner. I mean, don't you know we have the conversations. You get the text from me that like I'm craving, you know, whatever it is at that moment. But I'll go get it. and yeah. But I'll I'll get the smaller end of things. You know it. it you just don't have to go crazy if you actually give yourself those opportunities to cheat a little bit or, or taste the flavors that you want. And
0: sure. I think it's that people binge. Yeah. Or because they have something that they you don't consider healthy, you think your whole day is shot, your whole week is shot, screw it, you know, I messed up and now I don't want to do it anymore. But when you allow yourself to have those things, then you don't crave them as much or you're not binging on them. Right. So um, I don't know. There's like a meme. I don't even know if it's a meme, but there's like a photo of like healthy eating, what people think it is and what what it really is. And it's like just a picture of a salad, but then you're eating pizza. But it's like you have pizza every day but then you have like three salads, but you're like, I'm eating healthy when really it's like you're eating healthy 80, 90% of the time and only having, you know, other stuff 10% of the time. So it's the consistency, it's st- staying on top of things and it's not quitting. You know, you have continued to work out now. Now you're doing some home workouts. What are you, what are you doing? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. You called me yesterday asking for 12 pound weights, but
1: <laughs> it's the only ones I didn't have. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, what I found myself doing was I was skipping my workouts because I was going to, you know, one of the boutique gyms, which I was getting a great workout at, but the I had more pressure on myself to try to be there on time and not cancel and get that charge. So I downloaded an app. I, I downloaded the Beachbody app. I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to plug anything. I'm not trying to, but it. The, the simple fact of the matter is find the convenient way to do it. Find something that you enjoy and just do it. Yeah. Um, I, before I got here today, I you had a few extra things to do and I was like, nah, well, you know, I'm just, I'm going to work out while, well. <laughs> And I didn't want to. <laughs> I really didn't. It's been kind of a rough week, but I just did it and it it was at home. It was accessible to me. and right. It's done.
0: It Yeah. You know, you could do it quick at home. I mean, it doesn't have to be, it, you don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to go to a class. You don't have to even go to a trainer. I mean, my clients see me twice, two, three times a week. So even if you're doing that, you could do something at home or do something on another time. But as long as you're doing something that will keep you consistent and keep you doing it, you know, like you said, you have to like what you're doing. hmm I mean, not that really, most people don't really like working out, let's be honest. Like people don't, it's not, it's not always fun. (laughs) I do too, but sometimes you really don't want to do it. Yeah. But if you're doing something in your living room at home for 20 minutes. Yeah. Really, can you make an excuse? Yeah. That's it. You can, you can make a lot of excuses, (laughs) but, but you know, that, like you said, it's, you know, you had a little time you're like, I really don't want to do this, but let's do it, you right. know? So I don't know. It's, it's really cool to kind of have seen your journey over the years because we've been friends a long time. Yeah. And I know you've seen me through mine too. So it's interesting how life has changed and how we've become kind of the healthier versions of ourselves. Right. Um, and we used to make a lot of excuses too. I mean, we used to drink a lot and eat a lot and not work out ever and it was easy to do it was so easy because i don't know it was fun i guess it was
1: fun I, and but we even used our work schedules as an excuse and oh, i feel totally. i f- feel like we work so much more now and way more find all that but we c- i feel like the stability of what we do right now could yeah. never be manageable if we didn't have those structured pieces in our lives
0: Well, I think that you kind of go through these times in your life and you have – now we have structure and discipline. Where When we were younger, we didn't have that or care as much. Right. And it wasn't as big of a concern to be healthy, I think. I don't know. Maybe it was. But we were working in bars and doing whatever, and it was, like, easier to just sit down at the bar – instead of go to the gym. I mean, I worked mostly nights, so it was, why couldn't I get up in the morning and go work out? I didn't want to really, it was just the excuse. So obviously I changed my career and my life, so it's a little different, but um, I don't know, I guess it's just easy. You fall into these routines, but if you fall into a healthy routine, you kind of stick with it. Yeah and you make it you make it a consistent lifestyle in in a different direction which is way better because i do not like waking up hungover <laughs> i i don't i mean it's
1: if, <laughs> it takes a lot less to get there <laughs> i mean
0: you know we still live our lives we still do things and enjoy things and enjoy food you know today i went to lunch and I had lox and bagels or smoked salmon and bagels, and I posted it on my Instagram so you can see it. But um, it's life. I want to enjoy myself and still be happy but not live within these restrictions. And I think that people feel like to get in shape or to get healthy, you have to completely cut out everything you like, and you don't have to do that at all never. you know we're not trying to all compete in fitness competitions we're not all trying to post ourselves half naked on instagram or you know in posing for competition and not to knock people that do that but people that are posting their pictures of them competing they have really really worked extremely hard to get there so That's a completely different thing. And then when they're not in competition, they're living normal lives. They're doing normal things. But I think we look at it as like, oh, well, they're doing this, so I have to be 100%, which is not the case at all, you know.
1: It's not. And, you know, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, I never in my wildest dreams imagined that I would be that person that was running a marathon, you know. I never thought you would be (laughs) that and well i mean it was challenging but i had some relatively decent race times and you know it brought me to a healthy competitive side against myself uh, and w- which has really segued into how i do and perceive things now and i'm going to go into a spring training game tomorrow and i'm going to have probably a brat and a beer but i'll probably go hiking prior to that and it's weird that that's like how my lifestyle has changed
0: But, you know, it also – going through that process of starting to go back to the gym and doing Zumba and doing these marathons brought you to a better place mentally as well. Of course. Not just physically. I mean, that got you through some tough times and was a place for you to focus energy in a positive way.
1: Right. And that's that's when you learn those things about yourself that instead of going – you know, I mean – How many times would we have a rough work day and be like, all right, you know, let's go get a glass of wine every day. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, how many times in one day? Oh, Um. no. So the mentality certainly has changed. And so I have a better appreciation for the balance of it.
0: Yeah, because you can go in those two directions. I think I think a lot of time I think when we're going through difficult times or going through having a rough day, like your go to is I need a drink or if you don't drink, which is also great, you go to food or you, you know, or you go to uh, cake or you try to satiate yourself with things that are not necessarily positive. But you know, I have clients that come to me after work and they're like, I had a really crappy day. I did not want to come and work out. And then they come and work out and they're like, all right, I feel better. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, because it gets your endorphins going, it gets your body feeling better, you have this sense of accomplishment, you did something you didn't want to do, and you took a positive spin on it rather than going and taking out it out in a negative way. So it really gets you mentally stable, yeah. and you feel better about yourself, you feel better physically, and, you know, I don't know that we that we think of it that way. I think we think of it just as I will I will be happier if I lose weight. I will be happier if I fit in these jeans. But the big picture is that it's it's all encompassing, you know, working out, eating better, it has a positive spin on everything that you do, even from even to your work life, even to your relationships because we take a lot of those things out on our partners. You know, if you're unhappy with yourself, you're unhappy with everybody else around you. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. I know that, uh, I know you've been through a lot of things and had your ups and downs, but you've consistently kept this weight off, and that's pretty inspiring to me. And even though you tell me to do all these crazy things and I never do any of that. That's <laughs> what's kept me on board. It's what's kept you going. And I think that people need to realize that it's not always about just working hours. It's not always just about cutting off calories or doing HCG or even doing, you know, bariatric surgery, you know, having a, um, what's it called? The, the, Gastric bypass. Thank you. Yeah. Those things work in the short term. Right. But the lifestyle has to change for the long term. Right. And lifestyle doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be 100% all the time because you will have your ups and downs. Life takes its toll. You know, you have family. You have events. You have parties. And you're going to have those moments, but it's just about staying consistent. and.
1: And one of the things that I value that I learned from the experience was that I worked in a boutique environment, similar to what you're in, and all different shapes and sizes were present, and we got to train together kind of as a little tribe, and we supported each other, and it wasn't because we all wanted to be thin. It was because we wanted to reach goals, right? and we felt good, and I mean, I had a friend that lost 100 pounds, and... it. When he ran his first marathon, it was because he saw me run a marathon. And you just don't realize that you're inspiring people. And so I think for me, that keeps me accountable and consistent to know that there's people watching us. Right, all the time. it's not because we lost weight. It's because we stay consistent and we're happier and we're contributing to that development of others. So that's really kept me focused and on point with this for a long time. Not to mention... I probably look and feel younger than I did 10 years ago. And that's such, there's so much to be said for changing your lifestyle.
0: Right. Yeah. So. I know one of the reasons I love doing this podcast and interviewing people is because you get to share your stories and mm-hmm. everybody has a story. And, and the main is the same. Like the reason that everybody does it is the same. I mean, your, your motivations might be different, but. Everyone I've had on can tell you the same thing that it's changing your lifestyle, that's changing your outlook, that's mm-hmm. changing your mentality, and just staying consistent with it. And over and over and over you'll hear that story being told. And I think it's so hard to get to get people to understand that because you don't want to. You don't want you don't want that to be true. You want to hold on to your habits because it's comfort. It's a comfort zone that you're in and it's pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone where you see the results. So thanks for coming and telling your story today. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully you'll reach somebody that has been through what you've been through. And even if you decide to do HCG or you decide to have a bypass or decide to do that, knowing that you really have to change those habits in the process to keep it off for a lifetime mm-hmm. and, and keep up with those habits. And it's been what, eight years?
1: No, it's been longer than it's that. It's
0: been longer than eight years. Yeah. Okay. We'll say 10 years yeah, at, least. at least since you have lost 50 pounds, more than 50 pounds and maintain that weight loss. Yeah. So it can be done and you know, just have that motivation to do it. When you're ready, you'll be ready and you'll make that change. So thanks for coming on today, Tamara. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And hope you all listen next week. I have no idea who I'm having on, but it's going to be a fun one, I'm sure. So <laughs> I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute podcast, Fitness for Real People with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.